Although Pete Buttigieg is no longer in the presidential race, his legacy lives on in his rules of the road. Respect, belonging, truth, teamwork, boldness, responsibility, substance, discipline, excellence, and joy. Welcome to Twitter Travel's Rules of the Road. Welcome back, everyone. Today I have a special guest. I have Nicola Jane Buttigieg, who was the one to create the Pete Mosaic, which brought a lot of joy to Team Pete. Joy, our favorite rule of the road. Hi, Nicola. Hi, Sue How delightful. And to be invited to a podcast in America. Oh, and I know the technology actually works. I am most grateful. Yes. And it's, um, it's sounding very, very clear. I'm very impressed. Very impressed. Thank you, Zencaster. I'll give them a plug. <laughs> uh, well, Nicola, you know, we do have to talk about your last name because if you're Buttigieg. walking around with... Okay, well, that's the pronunciation. Can you uh, say it again? Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Yeah, that's, I'm sorry, that's but how you would say it in uh, Malta, I guess. Uh, we could say uh, Buttigieg. But- uh, okay, so so far those are two pronunciations that we're not doing because we're either doing boot edge edge, which would be Buddha judge, or we're doing doing Buddha judge, which is I think the beginner version. Um, so I I do apologize for that. You know, it probably is really grating on your ears. I mean, you know, it. all all through, you know, from primary school onwards, people read it. They don't quite know how to pronounce it. So what what comes out I, in Australia? That it was butter gig, butter gig. So it's it's how it comes it, out of a person reading it, I guess. That's how that's that's how your teachers would call your name. That when we well, yeah, if you were on a list, you know, like a class list, and they were reading, that's how they would read it. It was either buttergig or buttergig, because we have the hard, you know, we don't have the jeej. Well, what? So you have the same last name as Pete, and that's because you're. Why, I do. Why is that? Are you related? <laughs> I uh, I am actually Pete's second cousin. Okay, but you haven't met him. You've never met him, so we should just say that right now. No, up. I've okay. never met Pete. I've met him, so I've I've never you know, met. I, Pete. I feel kind of bad about that. I know I'm very jealous. <laughs> I think you'll meet him someday. <laughs> uh, no, one day, hopefully. But I don't know. With with COVID, it doesn't look very hopeful. But um, he he and I have the same great grandfather, and uh, our grandfathers were brothers. So uh, that makes our fathers our first cousins, and they uh, they had exactly the same name. They had identical names. Well, Joseph Buttigieg. Okay, that's really surprising. That must have been a very mm. common name in Malta. Well, <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, it's um, yeah, Joseph Giuseppe. There's a lot of variations on it, um, but they also lived in the same street. They had summer houses near each other, near the sea. Uh, they played soccer together frequently, especially during the summer, and they went to university together, and they both studied English literature. So they had a lot in common. <laughs> that really. is a lot in common. But then your dad went to London to study, for further study? Well, he and he and my mother both lived okay. and worked in London. But he, well, he, he, uh, he came to Australia to work at the University of Sydney after okay, that. Okay, because you are Australian. I, uh, yeah, yes. I was born so in Australia. So I just wanted to make make that, but you don't have much of an Aussie accent from from. 
Well, no, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm a British citizen. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm a British citizen. I I live I I've lived here a long time. I came here a very long time ago. Um, you know, my first work experiences were here, and I I guess I never went back. But yeah, I I followed in my parents' footsteps. Um, but that's not unusual. I mean, Maltese and Australians frequently. You know, they go to seek experience in other countries because Australia is so far away and Malta is such a tiny country. So it's not unusual. Oh, exactly. Not not unusual. But the unusual thing was that your second cousin was running for president of the United States. and <laughs> Yeah. And wasn't that a shock? Wasn't that a shock? I um you know like I like I said I've I've never met Pete but uh, his father and my father when they uh, played soccer in the summers there was a group of them see and those other members of that group playing soccer they've grown up and had children and I'm I'm now adult friends with some of those children so Joseph Pete's father has always been in sort of involved in that group you know when he talks of those summers when they were younger but that's about as far as it went. Other than that, and that and the fact that, see, my dad would um, keep Pete's father's articles. He used to read Joseph's articles because he also worked at a university. But other than that, that's about it. That's my only connection. And then, uh, so you saw Pete in the news? You saw the name in the news? <laughs> uh, well, well, uh, Pete's father sadly passed away. So the family... Um, were sort of aware of what was going on, but it was my BU friends. Boston, um, okay. I went to Boston University. Yeah, and they, um, I've, lots of my friends are BU, and I have friends from um, UCLA as well. But the BU group were the ones that spot on. A lot of them are quite political, and they sort of were were inundating my inbox. You know, is this are you related to this guy? He's got the same name. So I started to get these articles through my uh, inbox posts. Inbox posts, sorry. Yes, you know you get uh, people post links to so articles. They were they were pointing everything out to you. Hey, uh, he's on the radar now, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't. We America is is one of those countries where you you pay attention to politics because anything that happens in America, because it's such a big country, it's going to affect the whole world. So I mean, everyone's got its eyes on it in any country, I would imagine. But I didn't really follow it like I was like I was this time. I mean, last time, you know, when it was sort of between Hillary and and Trump, you know, by then I was watching. But I I couldn't tell you all the candidates before that. You know, I wasn't watching like I was this time. So this has really been sort of a learning experience for me in American politics too. I <laughs> well, I don't know if it's 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 typical atypical. Uh, I think you can probably tell what we're dealing with. And I do apologize since we are affecting the world. I, apologize. We apologize. I apologize for Trump. I have nothing to do with it, but I still I still feel so ashamed. <laughs> so, you know, it is it is interesting times, isn't it? I, um, you know, I saw that post this morning where there was an image of his welcoming committee and someone had doctored it to sort of maximize the amount of people and make it look mm -hmm. like there were more people. But then this is on Twitter, and you don't know who's posted that. So social media. <sighs> Every day there's something. But somehow you got involved indirectly with the campaign. And in the summer, I, and now I'm going, to, I'm going to take the opportunity to tell everyone how we met. 
because I um, interviewed someone. So we have a, a mutual acquaintance. And when I did my interview with a Minnesota Pete supporter, Elise Bargman, I it was a great interview. It was once she came back from her study abroad in London, and she said that she had met you, which was so interesting. And um, oh, could you could you tell everybody how you met Elise? Yes. So um, I uh, was very fortunate to meet Chaston when he came over to London. Pete didn't come with him, so I didn't get to meet Pete, but I did meet Chaston. And I uh, I showed him the beginning stages of the mosaic. But uh, Elise was at that event. That's how I met Elise. And the by that stage, the mosaic had started, but I was doing it on my own. So I was trying to source photographs on Twitter. Uh, oh, no, I tell a lie. Introverts for Pete was helping me because she she was helping me source the main image, you know, the, the image of Pete's face that actually formed you know, with all the other little pictures. So by that stage, I think we had, we were looking at uh, several pictures, but there was one that we were looking at in particular by Chuck Kennedy. But by that stage, um, I was able to tell Elise about the mosaic. And that's how we got talking. And then she participated in uh, some sort of panel? Yeah, so the mosaic, yeah. So Thanksgiving was was the point where we sort of posted the mosaic. So we sort of launched it, it was launched in June and it had been going for six months. By then we'd sort of reached our quota of the photos we needed. And the opportunity came up for this event with some British media, sort of high profile media um, presenters that were able to participate in this event, which is more about American politics so it was about when obviously Trump Trump is very topical at the moment and uh, populism, you know, and also social media and playing its role in that. And uh, what was great was uh, Elise had had experience. She was an intern on uh, for Pete for America and she'd been using social media a lot. She had a lot to say about it. And she was the only American there in the room that had participated in this campaign as an intern. So it was an opportunity for her to do a, a Q&A, which was great, because we were getting first-hand knowledge from her, as you can imagine. How did you, so how did you meet Elise? Well, Minnesota for Pete, our Minnesota for Pete group, and it was actually at um, not a debate-watching party, but a, a town hall-watching party, and it might have been the actual time that Pete was on Fox News the first time with Chris Wallace. So we just went at a house party. Right. And uh, yeah, the, the Minnesota for Pete group was. She was in Iowa. Then though. she went to Iowa for that. That was where she had her internship in the summer. I, I see. So that's that's the intern that, that we were hearing all about at this event. But, um, you know, our, our uh, presenters that she presented alongside. So we had um, John Sopel. He's the BBC North American editor. And then we had Andy Bell. He's Channel 5 ITN. He's the political editor. And they they had a lot of interesting things to say, which, um, you know, Elise was able to sort of engage and, and rebound off those things as well. You know, Joe, uh, John Sopel was, was talking about sort of the huge sums of money behind the presidential campaigns. Now, that's something that I, I was yet to experience. There really is a lot of money involved, isn't there? Oh, yeah. So fundraising, fundraising. Is, is key. Yeah. Yes, and it's constant. 
Yeah, and uh, I, you know, I'm not American, and I'm not allowed to get involved, and that's very difficult. I can't donate. I couldn't even buy any Pete's swag. Do you know how painful that was? So I had to watch all these other people flaunting it all over Twitter, and I wasn't even allowed to get any of it. But uh, you know, um, I I gave you, know, you uh, I gave you my Pete button when I when we met up. Yes, so you did. I was. Most I have grateful. to finish my story. Yeah. So uh, when I went to London, actually coincidentally to visit some Twitter friends from my other Twitter account, and I knew I would have some free time. I thought, I who could I meet? Who which Pete people can I meet? And it was so serendipity, I guess, because I, I just put that out to you because we had had a short conversation on Facebook about Elise's interview on the podcast. And I just put that out there. I guess I just, you know, you never know if it's going to work out and you were free. And so we did. We, and we met up. Yes, we met at the club. And that, that was actually the, the H Club. That's where, you know, we had a performance there a very significant performance that ended up in the mosaic. Ah, you'll, I, I'm, um, I'm going to have to find out where that is and the mosaic. So, um, yes. Um, so and the, mosaic. In the mosaic as well. Okay. Well, and, and it was a lovely time there and we had a lot of time to chat and, Oh, it's, it's, it was amazing meeting you. And that also allowed me to, to be able to contact you for this interview. So yeah, you just gotta, you just never know, right? You never know where things will lead. Well, the Pete Mosaic, I guess we should say what it is in case there are probably some people listening who don't know what we're talking about. Um, So let's take it from the bare bones of the concept. You said you launched it in June, meaning that you were um, asking for yes, photos. So, yeah, the i the idea. I mean, there are two there are two sort of main motivations for doing the mosaic. The first one was obviously um, a requirement for my university prac portfolio. So, I've got one semester left. I'm in my final semester, and I uh, I'm doing a, what um, program? Right. So, I'm doing a, a master's in computer science at the University of Hertfordshire. So I need to put together these applications that work with sound, uh, audio, and visual image media. And the one, the one that the mosaic was geared towards, I mean, the mosaic is up. The actual mosaic has been built. The application itself, what, what we have on there, uh, you've, you've probably seen the site, I take it. It's sort of like a glamorous HTML tent held up with JavaScript pigs at the moment. And it's sort of it's sort of like a photo album, but there's sort of these um, alphabetical tags holding it up and you sort of find the images by, by going through the tags. And I think I've put a theme for each tag. But the application itself uh, hasn't been finished. And, you know, I, I obviously I had till, till later this year to do it, but we wanted to get it up for Thanksgiving because there was the event happening and also, it had been six months, and people had been posting pictures for so long. And, you know, the other thing, the very big unknown thing, you know, we were all hoping that Pete would continue on, but we didn't know how long he was going to last in the race. And we wanted to make sure that we launched it at a at a time that it, it sort of could be celebrated in a, in a good way. You know, I didn't, there's nothing worse than, oh, he's, he's you know, he's leaving the campaign. Oh, let's release the mosaic then. You know, it's not oh, really a... exactly. <laughs> Anticlimax. We have to say what is the mosaic is for people who haven't seen it at all. Um, uh, a mosaic, uh, so it's Pete's face that's it's made up of tiny little pictures. 
Could you explain that better, like for somebody who has no idea what we're talking about? So there are there are over three thousand images in it, and a majority of them are from Twitter, from the actual project, which I did in uh, conjunction with Barnstormers for Pete. I think Barnstormers are still out there. I think they go Barnstormers. Oh for yes, America we're now. Barnstorm. They're Barnstormers yeah. for America now. Um, that was Lisa and and uh, Cat, okay. and they yeah they they assisted me. Um, because we needed a variety of colors. You see, the whole thing works with um, color mapping. And the way it works, so first of all, finding the initial image is incredibly tricky. So you'll notice if you've, I don't know if you've seen, um, so Sue Ann, if you go on the site, we've got uh, something called the Pete Mosaic Story. You'll see the original photo by Chuck Kennedy. Okay. And you'll notice, so on the right, there is sort of a, a, a constant shadow down one side of his face. Then the front of his face, he's on an angle and it's got highlights. And then next to him, there's a, a beautiful um, patch where it's different varieties of one color in green. And that that is really what made the mosaic work. Because what 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 you're what you need when you're trying to build something of this uh, magnitude, if you can't hand pick your photos and you're getting them at random, you do have to monitor what you're collecting because you've got to have your dark tones, you've got to have your highlights, and you've got to have your midtones. So the more the, the busier a photo is and the more colors you've got makes it even more complicated because you've got to get clumps of photos to match the colors. Uh-huh. Now, it, it was tricky. I mean, we worked with what we had and... and um, you know, the Barnstormers did a great job of posting out, we need more of this color, we need more of that color, we need more light tones, we still need more green. Yellow, of course, we were never lacking in yellow. Do you remember the steak fry? <laughs> yeah. The yellow, the yellow worked beautifully for the highlights around his face. They really brought out the, the features. Um, but the trouble is when you've got the, um, so the mid-tones make up all the parts that basically aren't highlights or aren't creases or aren't shadows. They, they get what's called an, an, an opacity, a color, a color opacity put over them, sort of like a filter. And that sort of, um, the term is denoised. Have you ever denoised a photo where it sort of goes all sort of pixelated, typically in the dark, and you try to smooth it out? Uh, no. Have you been on like a photo app? <laughs> well, you, you, well it, to denoise something is to sort of smooth out where it goes all sort of um, dotty with lots of dots. So if you're going to denoise, you you need to have a, a smooth uh, patch of colors, and uh, the the midtones um, all sort of essentially get blended in with that filter over the top. So you can't have too many light or too many dark photos because they will get swallowed up in the color. See, so it's it was incredibly it was a learning a learning curve for me. Um, I don't think the the final result was too bad actually, considering we had to with, work with with what we had and. What was important is that the photos that made it in were the photos of, of Team Pete participants. That was the main that was the main goal, really. That's what it was all about. And uh, inside each picture, we had people posting uh, messages, so little little part of the tweet, and then that would get embedded into the photo along with the handle. Now that that was the next that was the next stage of difficulty. So I don't know if you have something similar in the U.S. In Britain, we have what's called GDPR. Have you heard of this term? It's to do with data. Okay, are protection. we talking about technical things? Because you're, um, I, I'm not going to be able to keep up with you. <laughs> All right. Well, basically, you're going to have to explain take, everything. When you when you take a um, picture from somebody to put somewhere public, you have to have their permission. Yeah. 
Okay. So in each photo, we had to actually embed the Twitter handle, so not to reveal their name, you know, for privacy, but also a little message to explain what the photo was about because there were so many Pete events going on. And you can imagine me, absolutely green with envy, never met Pete, not in America, unable to actually be physical in all these events and just be seeing what people were doing. Absolutely green with envy. But what's bizarre Did we look like was, we were having fun? Is that, oh, it, oh, oh, it, just a bit. Oh, what, the liberty and justice. Oh, I don't think oh. you were having fun at that, Suan. That didn't no, look fun no. at all. <laughs> The, uh, the uh, yeah, roaring so cheers, fun. outdoing everyone else in the stadium. Oh, I, I wasn't jealous. That didn't look like fun at all. I don't wish I was there. <laughs> and uh, was it Buttons we for wish Pete you could with the great there. big bouncing letters? Was it Buttons yes. for Pete that made those? Fantastic. Sensational. Sensational. And, you know, the hours that I stayed up watching the – you know, I watched every single Dem debate. They finished at 3 a.m. I had to get up to leave for my full-time work at 5.30 a.m. You know, oh, well, so bless <laughs> Barocca and Red Bull. Yes. <laughs> so you made that sacrifice and you don't regret it. I, 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 I couldn't have cared less. I went to work tired. I wasn't going to miss all this stuff. You know, this person, this, this man that I have never met, who I am blood related to, I've, I've started with reading his book and learned a little bit about him, you know, from his book. And then I basically watched his career go from strength to strength to strength, basically making history. And I'm watching that for real. I wasn't going to miss any of that. Are you serious? No right. Way. History. Definitely. And, and uh, I think most of us felt like oh, we're in the middle of history in the making. We're, we're part of it. Some of those statements during the debate, I was screaming at the other end. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> some of those one liners he had. Yeah. And there were oh, there were some there were some funny bits, you know. What was it? Was it um, Amy? Uh, sort of, he, he went to go oh. and, uh, to say to greet her, and she sort of walked past without talk. There were some funny moments in those debates. Oh there? well, I'm glad you thought that was funny at the time. We were. <laughs> and, oh, uh, well, we oh, don't want to get too he, much into that. Yeah, he deals with it so well, doesn't he? He um, he just knows what to say. Do you think that's a family trait, being calm? He's uh, absolutely. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I I would say, you know, that that moment where he, you know, he looked like he was in a rage, but he sort of kept silent and just stared at him. See, I, I get that a lot, but I would probably I would probably attack. But, you know, he manages to hold back, which I I envy that very much in him. Yes, I think we all do. Yeah, I think we all do. But, um, so back but yeah, to, the, to, to the mosaic. Back to the mosaic. Oh. Yeah. So. These these photos uh, had to sort of, sort of all be catalogued. Now, by the time we got to the Liberty and Justice event, they were pouring in. They were absolutely, I couldn't keep up. I was losing them all. And that's when Bella, now Bellady had been tagging a lot of photos for me. Now, Bellady JS, she's, um, she's part of the Mosaic team. Uh, so, so that's she, her Twitter handle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she said, you've got, you've got to tell them to put a, uh, a hashtag so that we can filter them because there's a filter tool. But even then, you know, if you've used the um, Twitter filter, you filter something once and then you hit enter and you filter it again and you get a different bunch of tweets that come up. So you still lose things, but it was better than nothing. So between the two of us and what, you know, what was wonderful by this stage. So introverts was always there. Then Bellady joined. Now later, um, Darren and, um, Sounds Kugel, Team Trudeau, I think her name is. They they joined. Now she was a uh, Team Trudeau. She was in Canada, 
Uh, Darren, now you knew Darren. Did you know Darren? I met Darren in D.C. when I, I saw Liz Smith and I met a, a lot of the, the D.C. people, uh, the supporters for and but I then then I found out that he's a native from Minnesota, from St. Paul. That's right. Yes, so we have that yes. in common. Yeah, I've seen him yes. a couple of times now. So there was Darren and then. Um, so he was he was on the, the team helping out. Yes. Yeah, so, so he, yeah, so uh, what I was meaning, what I, where I was going with this was we had people from the East and the West coast and Canada, and I was in London. So the team of us were kind of like, we were like a clock. So, you know, when, when, when I was going to bed, Bella D was coming home from work. And I think introverts was sort of waking up when it was my mid afternoon. So between the four of us, we always sort of had an eye on Twitter and when it when it came to sort of filtering them, you know, between all of us, we tried to get as many as we could. But I'm I still feel like there were a bunch of photos that we sort of slipped, you know, slipped through and we missed them. And I'm I'm sorry for that. But we 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 think we got most of them. But we had to start putting them on this drive, and uh, Bellady did a great job of that. So we had to catalogue them and put them all by um, alphabetically by their Twitter handle names, because with the where I was going with the GDPR, if anyone decides at any point they don't want that picture in the mosaic, I have to get it off. That's part of the rules. So you have to have written permission, which we did, which was difficult, but we did through Twitter, and then we we have to be able to retrieve the photos. So that even oh though my gosh, it's just it's so glamorous, complicated. It is complicated, but that, that's part of my degree, right? That's what it's all about. It's learning how to, to manage data and also sort it and be able to access things from it. That's what my, my degree is all about. So um, what you have at the moment, we have this sort of nice sort of uh, photo album, but really what we need to do is find a way so that you can magnify the photo you want or the event might be even even better way of doing it. And then you can find the photos via the event maybe as well as Twitter handle with a search tool. That's what and I'm so hoping that, to do with it. That's what the next step is for you. Yes. So at the moment, I'm, I've got to see the other thing. The other thing I do is resize all the photos. They're all different sizes. The really huge ones I had to reduce down on mass. Cause remember we were still getting the photos to the morning of when we launched it on Thanksgiving. And actually when the morning of, you know, when we had the event with Elise and Andy and, and John, we didn't even know if they were going to be at that event, because they are, they're live news people. So if there's a story, bang, they're gone and they're no longer at our event. You know how it works, right? So Elise was quite prepared. She was very prepared to do that event on her own with me and the students involved because it was a, a an event for students. And when they both were able to attend this thing and, and be participate in it. It was amazing because we were thinking, oh, we might get one, we might get the other, or we might get none. We didn't imagine we were going to get both of them and Elise as well. It was it was a sensational event. It, I, I wish you could have been there. If you'd have been in London, you would have been invited, Sue Ann. You really should have been there. Uh, well, thank you. But the, the, what, a, what a wonderful experience for those students. Absolutely. And and it was, it was Elise's um, Q&A because she... You know, you know Elise, right? She's very prepared, very um, enthusiastic. I think uh, that was her second year of college. Yes, so she, I think she took a year off, didn't she? And she, um, she's, she's also a computer science uh, minor. So we, we're still in touch. We talk computer stuff. We're still um, in touch until now. But she had this presentation prepared, like you wouldn't imagine. Like I was thinking, okay, she'll probably have like a screen 
with some writing on it, you know, like like you doing a lesson or something like that. And she had all, tra- you know, there was there was like all pictures. There were things that she'd done from all the different stages of her, um, like you know, the various places that she, that she'd been, sort of the locations she'd been going to while she was an intern, as well as activities she was participating in. And she described them all, and that really sort of stimulated the Q and A, and it made it really real for the students because that event really it was about comparing the UK and the US and what was going on with Trump and also how how social network there's a fog with social networking and it's hard to find true facts and the whole the whole uh, premise of the mosaic was the mosaic was full of real pictures from real people that were really there and that's kind of where the mosaic came into it and that's what formed this this sort of event sort of formed around social networking if you like i love how they're they're all the photos are are genuine and from people who were there and um... yeah i at, at the, it started periodically I and mean, people were sending them in you know you get one here and you get and then it sort of grew but it sort of became a thing and people just kept posting them in and i'm not i'm not i mean some people sent more than one in but these a majority of them are just single photos from lots of different people which goes to show you how many people wanted to participate in this and how many people were pro-Pete. It's phenomenal. Were you surprised at how many people wanted to participate? I I had no idea of the scope of this. This this is American politics, right? But we don't, it's very different in Britain and it's different in Australia as well. In Australia, you have to vote or you get fined, but the population is much less. (laughs) <laughs> and in Britain, oh, don't, don't get me started on Britain with Brexit. And I was going to say you said it's American politics, but I, I would say it's the Pete the effect. Pete effect that the uh, the enthusiasm, yes, the enthusiasm of supporters. Um, I, I think that that's what oh, you were absolutely. noticing. Now the Pete effect. Now that now that before the mosaic, the Peter. I'll tell you where I learned about the Pete effect, Sue Anne was at those music events, one of which was at the the, the H-Club. So we did one at the uh, H-Club. We did one in Covent Garden, that was at the H-Club, and one in Soho. And this was an American a cappella group. Now, they were coming over for a completely different reason. So my uh, my project at university, so aside from image, I'm working with sound, as I told you. Now, I'm actually working on an app um, with some specialists at the British NHS for uh, speech therapy, right? So people that are, have suffered what's called a laryngectomy and they use what's called an electrolarynx, you might have seen people using them. It's sort of you hold it up to your throat and it allows you to speak when you haven't got a voice. So in order to train, so some of them have got parts of their vocal apparatus which don't function. So in order to sort of filter the sounds that do function, they will use this app that I'm creating. And similar to the Pete Mosaic, whereas that's an image database, this is a sound database of every sound that the different muscles and teeth and various motions of the mouth will make. But um, it doubles as a, as a tool for what are called beatbox artists, which is a form of, uh, I don't know if you know, vocal percussion, these, these um, artists that make music with their mouths. And uh, that all came about, uh, that, that was actually from a project with uh, Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber, which I think I mentioned to you once in the past. So this event which didn't originally have anything to do with Pete, which was scheduled to go on at the H Club. Um, The group that were performing up in the air, now they're from Tiffin University, and their director is Brad, who I know from BU, who was one of the people that that was sending me articles about Pete. And he was very, he's very pro-Pete. Yes, small small world. world, But he he brought this group over. 
a few weeks before they arrived, you know the you know the um, booty jams list on Spotify. Uh, Spotify Spotify came out. Do you remember that the booty jams? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they contacted oh, me and said, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do a set of booty jams." You know, at the end of the performance, it'll be our showstopper. So we had this set of booty jams, this random set of booty jams, which which everybody wanted to hear, of course, because they're great songs. And the, and obviously the group, there's eight of them, and they're young, and the university students, and they're really motivated because they liked the the arrangements of the songs. And sort of it was sort of stuck in amongst this other repertoire that we're doing. And among the repertoire, obviously, was this beatbox notation for this app that I'm building. But we had this uh, among the three that we had. There was one that didn't have lyrics to it yet. And we had this this crazy idea, which we ended up doing. Um, we sort of made we made these makeshift lyrics up, so a combination of Pete's book and from his um, you know his announcement speech in South Bend. So we fit them. We, we I know oh it was amazing. Goodness. Fit them together so that they sort of had rhyming ends. Not all of them rhymed, but it didn't matter. It was still poetry, and we formed it into this piece. So this also was put, it wasn't one of the booty jams theoretically, but it sort of fit with the set. Um, but that was a piece of music that I'd composed. So I was sort of sitting there for, oh, you know, Pete's lyrics are over my music and it's in this this set of this set of songs. Okay. So can people hear that, uh, I, You know what? Have you, you know posted what? that? I, I put it, <laughs> I've pinned it on the top of my Twitter page because I'm just so like, I'm so proud. It's just such a... It was such an, uh, the, the the event was packed. There were people standing in the doorway looking in. And I don't think half those people knew who Pete was, but like you were saying before, it's the Pete effect. There's some sort of ambience in the room for the Pete people that are in the room. There's yeah, something. The, the people yes. that are Pete mm-hmm. followers or pro Pete or team Pete, the ones that are in the room must emanate something because it just makes other people want to come and join the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I mean, up in yeah and so that's what you're well, seeing up in the air are an established group I mean I'm not saying we would have had to be honest we would have had a substantial audience at both of the events anyway but I I, I can't help but sort of imagine that it was the Pete effect that made it as full as it was is what I'm saying I don't I don't think it would have been as full as it was had it not been for that oh, interesting so you're the, the energy that Pete effect that you're getting from all of those submissions of pictures and even after thanksgiving you were still getting more <laughs> I am uh, well I, i've kept them i kept collecting them but yeah when we had to we had to make it you don't just whip up a mosaic it, t- it took it took many many days to get that right and we did several of them as well till we got it right and um so you know even see even just before that performance we took our picture for the mosaic and they were singing pete stuff surely that was all coming out and that is in the photo you know what i mean that that vibrance comes through the photo and all photos like that are making up the mosaic that's got to have something to do with it right that's why it's so beautiful i mean it's beautiful on its own it but, but think. that energy it's beautiful but it's the energy emanating from it i know there's just something about it that makes people take a double take at it i um i used a tool to try and make a, a 3d uh, moving image of it i posted that a few months ago i don't know if you saw that no i haven't but you yeah there's a tool you can use um it sort of makes it so that it moves. So I think I've got his head nodding from side to side. It's like it can only go so far because of the position of his head in the original photo. But it, it's there is something that just emanates from it. And also, to Chuck Kennedy's credit, because if you look at the original photo, there is something quite unique about that as well. 
it's um it's the lighting the expression on his face, the way his mouth is. It, I mean, it looks like a statue a bit, doesn't it? It sort of looks like you're looking at a statue. And, and how did you choose um, that? How did you choose so, that? Well, we, oh, so many photos. Was that so with many, Bellady? Uh, in, no, introverts, actually. Okay, introverts for Pete. She was sending me photos. But um, see, Chuck, he was, he was posting them on the, I think it was a Flickr page was it so this is a a professional photographer chuck kennedy dc is his his handle so his photos were actually public domain all the same but i still contacted him and told him which one i was using you know because i I like to be formal about it and i wanted to to credit him for it you know put his site and his twitter handle you know he was and he was very he was very good about it he he sort of directed me to certain places to look for his photos but yeah, this one, um, because I was looking for the sort of the plain background, that's how I initially sort of shortlisted it, so to speak. But it, it's just sort of the shine over his face and the shadow on one side. And it, it sort of, it, it looks, like I said, it looks like a statue. And I think if someone's running for president, that's the kind of atmosphere you want in a photo like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, yeah. it's just gorgeous. So uh, um, do you no, finish T. Severs as well? Um, you know, T. Severs, uh, sorry, Severs, I think it's pronounced, is it? It's a Greek um, I don't visual know artist that is. you're following? No, I he, should oh, be. He, oh, all right. So, okay, well, there we go. So on Twitter, uh, now he does um, actual stained glass type mosaics. Okay, well, could not, you when spell I say mosaics, that? I mean like. It's T. Uh, so T, yeah, so T-S-E-V-I-S, Severs. He's a um he, well he's in, he's in Cyprus actually but he's he's Greek, but he he works with um I don't I don't know what the term you know stained glass arrangements not really mosaics they're arrangements aren't they, but he um he does sort of um sports stars presidential candidates and he he'd done a few um, pieces of artwork on Pete and I'd spotted those and was following him, and when I told him about this sort of HTML type um, album gallery, sort of in the form of a mosaic, when I first ran the idea by him, he was the one that taught me about light and dark and what I was going to need to do. And it was so difficult. I mean, it, it, he, he really appreciated the work that went into this. But what he actually did, when we got the high, sort of the high quality version of the photo, and we downloaded it. What Severs did is he he went in and actually fiddled with the lights and the darks to bring out the features. So when this, I mean, you you wouldn't want to see the, ver, the the treated version of the photo that we actually used to map the mosaic on because it, I mean, it looks it looks pretty ugly actually because it's you know when you have something really sort of um, you've got the brightness really turned up in places or the contrast down really low. Have you ever mm-hmm. done that like yes. in a photo app when you're playing with the dials? So the one that we actually used has got really exaggerated fe- features. So you, the eyes, the nose, the creases around, like the little uh, creases around the mouth and sort of the ear and places under the eyes and around the eyes and the pupils, they all sort of stick out at you. And because because the algorithm needs to find the right colored group of photos to place around those key points in the uh, HTML, sort of a sneak, in the mapping, um, the sort of the creases have to be prominent so it knows where to, to place the photos. Uh, yeah, wow. I mean, uh, HTML uses hex and, yeah, color. You know when you get paint and you go, like, um, yellow and blue to make green? Yes. 
Right, well, it works different. With light, it's a different colour combination. Mm -hmm. So the hex colours to do with HTML work differently for image maps working with uh, HTML, you know, when you bring a picture up on a screen. So it's a different algorithm, if you like. So you, you have to sort of know the way it works. But yeah, that, that's just the photo, Sue Ann. I haven't actually finished building the application yet. That's just the photo. Oh, <laughs> um, wow. I enjoyed No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every second of it. And the people I met and the people that I spoke to, and I wasn't, I'm not necessarily following all those people, but, you know, we, we exchanged comments and just the comments about Pete himself and the, the, the positivity and the hope and the, like just the the scale of the whole experience was beyond the word massive. It's a very, it's a beast of a thing to get in, involved in, isn't it? Yes, and and that you were part of the campaign. You know, just well, not you really. Were, I'm not American. No, but what I mean is that you were right with us, feeling it at the same time. You know, oh, I was feeling it. Yeah, the fall. Yeah, and I, so you were I, part of us. You were still Team Pete. Yeah. And I felt so it's kind of like a family, I even though, but it's ridiculous because I've never met any of these people. You're the only one I've met. And, and, Elise. and Elise, yes. Well, I don't know. I've never met. Okay, well, I've, I've spoken, Bella DJS I've spoken to. We haven't seen each other. We've spoken, obviously, towards the end of the, the last couple of months of the mosaic, we had to talk because it was very late at night. It was just easier to speak. But I, I've never... I've never met any of, of these um, Mosaic team members. And, you know, four librarians, she was another one. She did a lot of the captions. She she jumped in at the end and was helping with the captions. Never met her either, only sort of chatted. But I still feel like there's this sort of connection, you know what I mean, even though we've never met. Well, I think that is also the twi Twitter algorithm which puts us all together with our kind kindred spirits. Yeah, 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 <laughs> that's a nice way of, of putting it. And... You know, I, I'd never, I'd never met Pete. I don't know him at all, but I was feeling nervous before the debates because I just felt so like, you know, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? There's no telling what was going to happen, and it was, it was strangely exciting because it's also my first campaign to be involved with. I've never been, you know, uh, let alone even watched and seen these dem debates or really understood how they work or how how the you know, how the voting works and how the caucuses work. That was all new to me as well. I still, I still haven't quite put my head around those. Either. <laughs> but, um, it's hard to, you know, hard to understand. Um, you're a writer, aren't you? Yes. Yes. You know, you've read, you've read Shortest Way Home, I imagine. And you're going to read uh, three uh, times Trust coming out. Yes. I oh, there we go. Them. Okay. Now, uh, the mosaic was prompted. So back, back to uh, introverts for Pete, when I was coming up with this, um, decision whether I was going to use you know Pete as my my theme for this project for university um so as you probably know having read it did you say three times you've read it um yes and I'm not ashamed to say that because I keep I okay, keep getting well, something new each time no that's perfect because you're going to appreciate what I'm going to say next now this book is full of imagery full of imagery would you agree oh yes it's the vocabulary and the descriptions are like pictures all through the book, right? You picture everything you read. Would you agree with that? Yes. And the pictures are very contrasting and the way he describes things. So, for example, okay, so, uh, all right, let's take a look. So if we go to Chapter 2, City on a Hill, you've got sentences like this. This is in Memorial Hall, by the way. 
After filling your belly with scrambled eggs, you emerge into a church-like transept lit through stained glass and lined with marble panels, bearing the memories of Harvard's Civil War, dead by name, date, and place, each punctuated by a grave period. Isn't that an interesting sentence? And also, the mention of the stained glass, well, you can see where mosaic comes into that. So there was one passage. And then you've got completely different, completely different approaches. So you'll probably remember this one from the analytics uh, chapter. Geographically, the arc of these years was a sort of looped boomerang. And then he goes on to say, in retrospect, it was a homeward spiral all along. Look at the shapes in that, the shapes in the, in the passage. And this one here, now you're going to remember this one. Do you remember the bit about the, the twilight and the tour? You know, we did the tour. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to read this, Sue Ann. This is, is just my, my spot on favorite. Um, you don't have to apologize because I think um, my listeners love hearing this. So just start again. Well, I, 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 hope they, I hope they enjoy it as much as I do because uh, this, is, this is really beautiful, this one. Twilight technically has three phases, each brighter than the last. Astronomical nautical and civil. The vague and doubtful suggestion of blue must now be somewhere between astronomical and nautical, as we round a succession of curves on the riverbank, beginning with the path by the boathouse, where squads of lean rowers from Notre Dame will appear in a few months when it gets warmer, walking from the building down to the dock holding the sleek boat over their heads. The twilight will unfold, unhurried across the St. Joseph Valley. There is soon just enough to make out the heron, if we are lucky, stalking cautiously on the opposite bank. To some he is a villain, guilty of helping himself to fresh protein from neighbours' koi ponds. But to me, he is an elegant bird. Isn't that lovely? <laughs> yes, you know, you're making me cry. Uh, he, that, that, that reading that book. Just the way the words are, are, are put together, I've... I, you know, I've never met this man, but I'm just so intrigued and fascinated. And and I, I follow I followed everything on screen. It's very frustrating, but um I don't know, maybe that's the way it was meant to be, Suran. Maybe that was the whole point, you know? To do the mosaic and to kind of put it all together like a puzzle before, you know, one day hopefully I might actually come across him in the flesh and meet him in person. Oh, I'm sure you're going to, you're both young enough to still have time to meet each other. Right, you're you're about the same age. We are we are the same age actually. We're born within the same year. I'm well. I'm a few months older. Yeah. Oh, well, make sure you you make sure to to pull that uh, pull age rank on him then when you see him. I'm older than you are. <laughs> like uh, yeah, he's my, yeah, he's my he's my baby cousin, Suan. He's my baby cousin. Just baby. Oh my he's goodness. My there's so much. There's so much depth in those. I, and you could go through the whole book and find you know. Many, many, many passages like that. So you're saying is that the imagery that makes you think of the imagery of the pictures? Well, yeah. The, the um, see, I was seeing mountains and mountains of photos on Twitter, and the the big challenge with these projects, like I said, it's it's about a big part of the project is GDPR because you have to do things properly and legit, and that's what it's testing you. And um, the the, the photos that were coming through, 
they all would have had to have permission. So that was always going to be a challenge. But you see, the, the point is, you have to get the data to be able to form the database and create the application based upon the database. So you have to get the data from somewhere. Now, you can purchase it. But you know, what's the, what's the point in that? Like, where's the fun in that? And how is that kind of, how is that really going to teach you about real life? Whether you're whether you're choosing to do number data or word data or AI putting sentences together, for example. See, I've worked in voiceover, so I know how that works. I once did, um, I did a, in uh, Atlanta, I did this uh, application, a medical application for Hygieia, and I had to read a whole bunch of sentences with different vari- different variations so that when various things happened on the device, you know, it would say, put put a certain sentence together. And, you know, we hear it in the, the train station all the time, the algorithms putting the words together. But whether you're doing um, text or, or data or numbers, uh, I mean, I, I work with creative apps because, uh, you know, I've got a, a very heavy music background. My, my background is uh, scoring for orchestra and musical theatre. In fact, I, I used to be, a, I used to perform in musical theatre as well. And that's how the, the beatboxing came about because I was a, a, a trained as a vocalist but I because I was doing creative apps for me it was always going to be audio and image and I could see these photos streaming through and it's like this is too easy like why why don't we just build something based on these photos which are current which people want to look at which have a story behind them this is probably something that will actually make a really great artwork piece and the fact that it was an artwork piece then interested the um, the event that happened in October. So everything just sort of fell into place, really. Oh, I, I could talk to you for hours. Well, and yeah, it's so a bit dangerous, isn't it? I, we're dangerous. I know, but but um, I think what is what is it next? Do you, do you want do you, do you want more input for your next phase yeah, of this? I, could you, let's talk about what um, is your next step here. Yeah. So we we have. We have the picture and we have the site up. I mean, I've got peatmosaic.com. It's there now. And it's there to stay. You know, we can we can keep it there. We could keep it until 2024, till Pete 2024, fingers mm-hmm. crossed. <laughs> and what I what I think the problem is with it though is you can't you can't really find pictures via the actual mosaic. I've put a a very sort of uh, temporary magnifying glass. Have you seen there's a magnifying glass that you can sort of scan over the picture okay yeah so you so want ideally, something more yeah well, I yeah what I think we we could do if you could sort of find something I mean I know all the pictures are very tiny but if you spotted something that took your interest if you could maybe click on the magnifying glass and maybe it zoomed out to sort of a closer section of the mosaic maybe and then from there, you could find pictures a bit more closer up because I think standing back, looking at the whole image, they're a bit small. And then maybe from that one, you could go in and find find photos. But then the other argument is there's so many events in there and, and people remember the events more than anything. So if they're looking for a particular something or somewhere that was involved with an event, probably what we need to do is categorize them by event. Now, in order to do that, we're going to need descriptions of events because people who don't know Pete or who would like to learn about Pete who come across the site, that would probably be useful for them, you know, to read about what these pictures are about. So what I kind of feel like doing when when I finish my degree, maybe, and I've got when I've got my study out the way at the end of semester, we could maybe revisit the whole structure of, of, you know, go through the events that were involved in it and see if people might want to contribute just, you know, just some descriptions of what, what the event was like if they were there. 
you know, how much of a description do you want? A paragraph? Or? Well, I mean, I, I mean, okay. Well, could you could you name an event you went to? Like, how how many words do you think you could take just to describe it in a nutshell? Pick, pick an event and see see what you come up with. Uh well, the Liberty and Justice dinner. Well, okay. do you like? I mean, do you want depth or do you want something that's really concise? Well, I I think if okay, just imagine you don't know who Pete is. Right. Just pretend you're like like someone. It's like a British person coming to that music concert and they walk in. Who or what is Pete? I don't know, but the music sounds great. You know, who or what is Pete? That's what they're thinking. So they see this face and maybe they go along with the magnifying glass and they spot something and the something comes up and they don't know what it is that they're looking at. Maybe they see yellow all over it and they see the word steak fry. So maybe they click to the part that they can find that indicates steak fry as an event that will then bring up all the steak fry photos. And then in a sort of an overlay, maybe we could have a description. What would you like to see written there? What do you okay, think? Okay, so for the steak fry, um, no, this, you know, I'd have to, to work on editing this. But basically the information is the Polk County Democrats and in Des Moines sponsor this every cycle. Uh, all the candidates come and give their 10-minute speech and everybody gets steak I mean, it's really a steak fry. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, it's very festive. But you know what? If you're, you know what though, Sue Ann, if you're a writer, you could take a little a little uh, lesson from Pete. You could say the sizzling something or other, and like paint a picture. All right, I did. I did preface that by saying I need to. I would need to edit it, but that, that's yeah. the basic information. Ah, that's what you were meaning. Now I'm with oh, you. Oh my I'm goodness! But are you kidding? Like Great every time idea. I read Pete, I feel like just never writing again. Because I mean, I I um I just oh can't. No, I just no. I'm, well, I know I'm I, I'm you know inspiration. Uh, yes, I I, th- I should think of it that else? way, but <laughs> I I I do think you know I I would love to have some passages from his book in there somehow. I don't know how we could tie that in. If if you know, for example, if there's any images with elegant birds, we could put that little end of that little phrase in that I just read. But it's it's kind of a I guess it's a tool for people just to learn about Pete, really, because that's really that's how that's how as a tool it has been invented, because I don't know him. And that's how I've got to know him. That's why it's so full of things about him. It's kind of like my my Pete scrapbook about this person that I don't know Um, and that I, you know, I'm very motivated to keep following. He's just achieved so much. It's really something to be celebrated, no? Oh, definitely. And, and I love I love that you just said that it was your way of getting to know him as well. And it's for other people to too. Anne, that the mosaic is all I know of him. <laughs> isn't that isn't that weird? That the mosaic is is actually all I know of him. Can you well, imagine? Well, you got that? to meet you got to meet Chaston, at least. I did. You know, I was expecting I was expecting sort of a, a formal handshake. But he's so much warmer than that. And he he welcomed me with a hug. And I didn't even know him. And I thought that was like that. That says a lot about him there. Yes, definitely. He's a very warm person. Yeah. So so back to the mosaic as being um, a way for people to get to know Pete. Uh, We know that he's just starting his career. And uh, I think that it will be it will be a great tool to keep and um and who knows, you might be adding to it in the future. Yeah, I, I well, I mean, I'm going to, I think I'll keep it up. I mean, there's no reason to to not keep it up. Uh, I, I I hope and I presume there'll be a peak 2024. I'm, I'm very much hoping for that. Um, but, you know, in the lead up to 2024, if people want to know who or what he is, 
they might come across this, for example, and then they can see the past efforts towards his campaign, for example. Yes, and well, we're hoping that he'll be in Biden's cabinet. We don't know for sure, but he's going to definitely be in the public eye. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And also as a writer, you know, he's very, um, very rich, rich. Yes, I, I know that Trust is not going to be one of those dry political books at all. So it's going to still be full of that imagery. Pete, he sort of writes the way he talks. I mean, you can hear you can hear his voice when you're reading, can't you? Um, yes, it's and that's you could also listen to the audible version. But uh, I know we all have our preference for for which which we like. He's sort of got that baritone timber to his voice and you can sort of hear it while you're, I mean, that's probably because I was watching the Dem debate, so I had it on the brain, but I could sort of hear his voice reading it, you know, that very distinct, I mean, you can tell Pete's voice immediately when you hear it, can't you? Even if you don't see the screen, you just know it's his voice. Oh, sure. That's a very, very calming, very calming. So what, what, how can we help you um, when you're ready? Now, when are you graduating? Yeah, so yeah, end of the semester. So I go right up until the end of the summer into into the uh, autumn. Because your semester, this uh, this calendar is different than in the U.S. So yeah, um, I I'm at the moment I'm in what what's called the summer semester. Okay. So you you have you have sort of spring, sorry, for, sorry, you have fall and then spring and then winter. We say autumn over here, autumn term, which is your fall. Um, but then there's also a summer semester. So you can, if you continue over the summer, you can graduate sooner. Um, so I'm, I've chosen to, to continue over the summer. I mean, I, I just want to get it out of the way, really, because I mean, I'm working full time. I've got to work two jobs to pay for it. It's not cheap. It's quite expensive. But I, um, you know, I want to get it out of the way so that I can sort of get on and, and do things that I want to be doing rather than things that I sort of have to be doing. So uh, at that point, then you can you can do more of what you want to do with a mosaic okay well we are going to have to say goodbye for this this session because we're almost up to an hour thank you so much this has been fascinating but you know what we're talking about we're talking about a very uh charismatic and a very um articulate person here so we need we've got a lot to say haven't we Exactly. And there are also so many people involved, so many from, from Team Pete and the, the community that we have together. So we are going to continue this. Thank you. I'm going to say goodbye now. Thank you, Suzanne. It's been delightful. Thank you very much for letting me participate. All Bye. Right. Bye. Thanks for listening to Twitter Travel's Rules of the Road. I hope it inspired you.